Welcome into Mozzie and the Muscle. I am the Muscle, joined by my, uh, I'll go with Schwasty. Is that still correct? Swifty. Swifty? Yeah, Swifty. <laughs> That's what I said, totally. We'll go with that. We'll go Swifty. <laughs> uh, I'm doing amazing. Um, <laughs> this is going to be what we refer to as the drunk cast. At least for you. Because, <laughs> <laughs> because that's all I've been doing today. <clears throat> no, I said I wasn't going to do it, but uh, a team in New York whose colors happen to be green and white have forced me into a complete and utter drinking bonanza, which has taken place all day. The depression is real. The not firing of that said head coach of said team is also unbelievably real. And uh, the drinking has commenced. And that's where we're at right now. How are you doing, man? I'm mostly good. Um, I'm not drinking because my team makes me sad. Um, luckily, they fired <laughs> Dan Quinn. So he, he was the problem, and unfortunately, admittedly. You know, when Andy Reid left Philadelphia, I mean, I mean I'm just going to say this because, you know, I loved Andy Reid. And, you know, I grew up in a household where my dad was an Eagles fan. You know, Andy Reid's a great coach, and we always loved him, but there was a time where it just was it w- – he needed to go. Yeah, sometimes the time is up. Sometimes it's just right. You just got to let him fly, you know? And then a few years later, the Eagles won the Super Bowl, so you never know. Yeah, sometimes sometimes it's fit. You can keep getting so close and be like, you know, this doesn't work. Yeah, and that, you know, he was great in Philly, but there was just – there was a few years there. His last two, I think, maybe three years, he just – it wasn't as competitive, and things and, were burning out. The yeah, media was then their the rebound was Chip Kelly, like kind of looked like him, kind of like called plays <laughs> like him, but you know, just wasn't the same. <laughs> right? You just like you get someone who looks like your previous, you know. This is the first time I've thought about that. Holy fucking shit! They're, they're not quite your so, but they kind of look like them. They're they're different in personality, and you try it out, and you're like, wow, this isn't great either. Your friends um, are like, really? Like, we know what you're doing. <laughs> Man, I can't, I can't believe I just not thought about Chip Kelly being like the like super obvious rebound for their the rebound phase. for Andy Reid. <laughs> I mean, more the or less. Rebound. <laughs> Is a rebound the name of like a special you can get at Dunkin' Donuts? If so, oh, then man. he's absolutely the rebound. <laughs> yeah, th- I mean that was like I'm trying to think of like what like a rebound food special would be. Like, don't go to make sense because like I would think like you rebound from like a hangover, and it would mm-hmm. be like bacon and like a cold brew and like a donut or something right i'm down for that yeah which that's kind of what i get when i go Um, (laughs) they've got this like like bacon that they make sweet and then they put pepper on it it's pretty good Ooh, yeah it it gets like all the flavors at once i i like it i'm all about the sweet and savory some people like i don't know it 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 depends because like wasn't there like a dark time when we were just putting bacon on fucking everything Yes, there was. Uh, yes, and like bacon's like it got, it great. We all know it, but it doesn't need to. Eat. We all know it. It doesn't have to be on everything. Wendy's had like a bacon Sunday. Yeah, that the baconator is fine, but bacon sure, Sunday, sure. no. Like bacon, like chocolate covered bacon, like sure, I, I can. That's fine, but like bacon gummies, no. Let's not do that. Like, let's not do that. Yeah. Let's not do breakfast gummies. Like, no. We have strayed further from God's light. <laughs> so this is a football podcast. Welcome into Mazi Mimosa, like I said. Um, we will be talking about football. Don't worry. Yeah, we are and recording. Bacon is also important. Yeah. Well, a- Andy Reid and bacon kind of go hand in hand, I think. You say ham and ham. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. So, uh. We are we are recording this as we watch the Titans Bills game. The Tuesday night football go into halftime. Well, we're almost into halftime. We've got the Titans uh, at first and goal here. Sorry if I'm a smidgen ahead of you, but no, yeah, first and goal, Titans. Yeah, we we both picked the Bills, right? We did. We both did take the Bills. Yeah, just on the assumption that Titans would be rusty, but they're looking pretty solid so far. They're getting some good field position from excuse me from like some returns and then a um. What will go in as a Josh Allen pick, but it was not his fault at all because the receiver it hit it hit the receiver's hands and then his chest and then the defender's hands and then they got it. <laughs> but um, so pending this game, uh, you oh, were no. Did you did you see what happened? 
I did just see Ryan Tannehill running a train of hill. <laughs> oh man. But, Ten um, yard scamper. It doesn't doing, matter if it works. <laughs> doing doing his best Derrick Henry impression. So right. pending this game, um, right now you're nine and four, I'm ten and three. Our only difference was the Washington Rams game. Um Right now, it's looking like we'll both take another one in the other column, but we'll see how it goes. You know, the Bills can come back. They they can they can sling it. No John Brown, but they still got Diggs and um, some other guys. That's the best way to put it. So some, some other guys, Diggs and some other guys. Yeah. So going through uh, some of last week, uh, we had Tampa and Chicago, which that was just hilarious because Tampa <laughs> pulled a plastico burger and shot themselves in the foot all game. <laughs> oh my god, I was a little bit mad. That yeah. Chicago won that because like Chicago's they're honestly not that good. They're not like of all the teams that are they're four and one, right? Yeah. Of all the teams that are four and one, they are not in the same echelon of caliber play as the four and one team. It's just like it's not opinion. That's a fact. They're not as good. And, and I'm not saying they're terrible and that they're r- ridiculously lucky for all the wins they've gotten, even though you could have apply that to maybe some of them they but they're not like a playoff team i think they they made the playoffs they lose in the first round yeah they've gotten a lot of good breaks they've taken advantage of those good breaks but which is good yeah they're good enough to like not fuck it up when they like get it handed to them if anything like this to me is telling me that like matt Nagy has a little bit of inkling of what he's doing yeah, this is. I guess this is more like credit to him. Yeah, because the games you're supposed to win and not mess up with, we'll say mess up. Um, those uh, that is usually a sign of better coaching, aka Matt Patricia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this game went weirdly. Um, I don't know. Like we, it's tough for me to get a lot from this for Tampa because like. A lot of fuck-ups, no Godwin, hobbled Evans, like, no Fournette. But, I mean, I guess, like, they're not, they're still kind of getting their legs. You know, like, they they're, they had some good showings, but they're still kind of getting their legs. Like, you, there's get, there's getting used to your starters, and there's getting used to your backups. They're not, they're not used to, like, playing as an injured unit, which you have to get used to, so. Right. Um, I know last week we talked about the running back situation, and I, I said I li- really liked Ronald Jones if Fournette didn't play. Uh, Fournette did not play. I thought Ronald Jones looked great. What did you think? Yeah, Ronald Jones is definitely their best running back. I, I would agree. Yeah, like Keyshawn Vaughn had a solid week last week, and then this this week he fumbled, and that was the end of Keyshawn. He Vaughn. got blown. Yeah, oh, he got his oh. shit fucking rocked. Who was it? Oh god, I don't. Wasn't was it Fuller? Uh, Fuller? Yeah, he just rocked his shit completely. So he was Keyshawn gone. <laughs> well done <laughs> so um yeah right like going into next week too like Frojo's the guy like it's kind of funny like the late breakout from ronald jones but it's happening like he's sure. he's gotten a lot better like as a running back you can tell sure. you can tell like he had he did put on a ton of muscle because he's running one up the middle better he's more decisive and then two like there was one run where you thought oh ronald jones is gonna house this but he didn't also, someone had a good like someone else had a good pursuit angle on defense. I don't remember who it was, but he he is playing better now, and his frame right now is good for being a bell cow. So he's put in the work. I think he's lost weight too. Oh, so he, he just got like he just got jacked. <laughs> um, you love to see it. Yeah. First to second year guys, you know that first year you're a rookie. And for the most part, you probably were just running train in college. Yeah, which Ronald Jones is young out. too. Right. You get to the NFL and it's like, oh, I can't just run a train anymore. It's like me when I went from high school to college and, you know, I was getting like a four point in high school and then I went to college. I was like, oh, I have to try now. (laughs) Um, But yeah, he looked amazing. I also want to say that for a second, I thought you said Frojo and he should absolutely open a soft serve restaurant named Frojo. (laughs) I mean, it would it would be a hit in Tampa, right? Like they, they, like they just do whatever the fuck they want in Florida right now, so people would go too. <laughs> you want Tampa Brady flavored ice cream? You got it. <laughs> what? It's avocado so, ice. Yeah, cream. I was gonna say like it would be avocado, right? It had to be avocado. Yeah. 
which is hilarious. Av- hints of coconut. It's av- really not good, but avocado you know, froyo is like so quintessentially Tom Brady too. Would be perfect. Sorry, mm-hmm. Frojo. My bad. Frojo. <laughs> Everyone who calls it who calls it Froyo in the restaurant gets fired. <laughs> you, just, you just get kicked it out. You have to leave. <laughs> yeah, you just have to leave. But um. Yeah, so we'll, we'll move on from this game because we just keep making puns and jokes right now. Um, <laughs> Carolina, Atlanta. Um, I mean, this is the game that got Dan Quinn fired. Atlanta just looked bad. No Julio. Matt Ryan didn't look great. The team was just playing like ass. Like, they're hurt. I mean, all all the stuff you need. And then getting beat by Carolina, who we thought was a rebuilding team. I mean, right. when you start 0-5, it's tough because Dan Quinn barely made it back this year. So His team kind of saved him. And uh, they kind of vouched for him to keep him, and they went. You know, they had a, they finished the year off well last year, which you know that kept him in for this year. But zero and five, it, you know, it's time. Yeah, the, this offense needs Julio. Like, even if like as good as Calvin Ridley is, they kind of need Julio to like give the defense so like like an all star player to worry about. Like without him, like the offense is just not the same. Yeah, I mean, you see the you see it in New Orleans every time they play without Michael Thomas. Yeah, they just need that extra presence there on the field to draw coverage and be an option as well. But you know, mostly to open up the offense a little bit. Yeah, the difference there yes. is like a, a defense in a Camaro is better than current Gurley. So, but Carolina. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of Gurley, oh. he uh, Gurley I mean, had a good game. He had a really good game. We saw flashes of old Gurley, although that might be more Carolina run D than anything, but. Carolina's run D is certainly bad, which probably explains the 14 carries for 120 yards. <laughs> I mean, that's abysmal. Yeah, like, the only running back they've held in check is Kenny and Drake, who is now officially the bust of the first round. <laughs> I, I don't remember the last time I saw a carry to yardage so skewed. Yeah, so Carolina's run D is trash. But aside from that, this this offense is, like, a lot of fun. It's fun. So I'm excited for McCaffrey to come back because they've had to learn how to actually play. Mm-hmm. And that's stand-up sentence there. Um, <laughs> so, like, having my Davis and McCaffrey, they've had to, like, learn to, you know, do an offense. And so when McCaffrey comes back, all those my Davis touches will become McCaffrey touches and it'll just be better. So, yeah. yeah I mean, 16 for 89 is also fairly solid if, if my math is correct. Yeah, Mike Davis had a good day as well, like especially fantasy-wise because he got a lot of receptions. He gets a ton of receptions. He's getting McCaffrey-like usage a lot of times, which is nuts to think about. But He had 10 targets. Yeah. and then, To DJ Moore, who had five, by the yeah. way. Which DJ Moore did house one. He did. Like he was long one. five. He made good usage of his few targets. but Yeah. I, I hate to say this. In Dynasty, you're holding, obviously, but in redraft, I think this is the, a good time to sell DJ Moore, personally. Yeah. Because Robbie, Robbie's still the number one there, and I... It's tough, because we, we, I just talked about, like, before we recorded, like, waiting on guys and situations that are new. Because, uh, like, DJ Moore's got a... Everything Carolina is new, so, like, it's kind of tough to be like, oh, why is, not, why is DJ Moore not being, you know, DJ Moore again? But, you know, new new offense, new quarterback. So it's kind of tough. But I think five games in, when it's been Robbie outdoing DJ Moore every single game, we can kind of, like, accept that, I think. So everyone loves DJ Moore. Had a good game. I think now's the time to sell him if you are wanting to sell him. I would agree. If you have DJ Moore, you should sell him right now. Not because, like, he's bad, but it's, like, it's Robbie's right now. It's Robbie's, uh, I don't know, his field. Yeah, like, like DJ Moore's not getting the, the targets. We've seen Robbie. Robbie likes to go on like three week streaks where like three weeks he's getting a tutty and just looking great. And then he just falls off the face of the earth, <coughs> which was a lot. He, all of his tenure is with Jets. So that yeah. track. Oh, sorry. I mentioned their name. Um, but uh, T and that can't be named. The fact he's done this through five weeks, to me, kind of solidifies that he really is the number one. Yeah, he's third in receiving yards in the league right now. <laughs> it's, assuming assuming NFL.com is updated properly, it's Hopkins, DK, Robbie, Ridley, Lamb. So Wow. Cooper's like right behind Lamb, and then it's A-Rob. But, which it's, you know what's fucking bonkers? Kamara, 
is uh, let's see, number ten in receiving yards. Really? Think so? I mean, that is a oh, little eleven. Inflated. Number eleven. Sorry. A little inflated because of no Michael Thomas, but yeah. yeah. But a running back being eleven in receiving yards is hilarious, right? <laughs> but anyway, uh, pack two uh, games, <laughs> so we can move on to. Um, well, I wait. No, never mind. We didn't have this game. We're watching this one right now. Next up, then, so I went to have Buffalo, Tennessee on the dock. I'm like, wait. Um, <laughs> so Seems familiar. Vegas and Kansas City. This was the game I was most wrong about. I thought this would be like a run-heavy game. It was not at all. Um, I was super wrong. Um, that happens. I want to say I don't blame you at all for your call because you were going with the Kansas City probably wins by double digits and Las Vegas can't really get anything going against their defense and it's kind of low scoring on Vegas' side and Kansas City doesn't have to score yeah, a whole was, lot more than 28 to 30 points. Yeah, it was like the on paper versus, you know, off paper, which I guess we right. kind of start incorporating. But <laughs> like on paper, it made sense that this was a very run heavy script, which Jacob still had a good game. But um, the, the well, I was kind of into Jacobs barring Trent Brown, and he played. Jacobs had a solid game, it worked out. Um, Kelsey was good. Um, Miko was good. Sammy got hurt, which kind of helped his case. But, Kelsey, um, good. Yeah. yeah. Kelsey, good. <laughs> Miko was all right too, right? Yeah, Miko was solid. He's he's gonna get a lot more opportunity now too with Sammy out. But Henry Ruggs is <laughs> made me happy this game because wherever Al Davis is in his afterlife, uh, he was smiling at the I think it was three targets for uh, was it one eighteen yards, one sixteen yards, Oof. and uh, so three targets, two catches, two uh, touchdown, one hundred eighteen yards, just like a very Al Davis like receiver line. Two receptions for 118. Yep. <laughs> yeah, one was for 72, and then uh, one was for 46. This is why they drafted him, man. Yeah. This and is then, literally why they drafted him. Yeah. They then, saw Tyreek Hill. They're like, this guy's in our division. We need that as well. We, you know, me and you were like on the, they should take CeeDee Lamb train, but they were like, no, we want our own Tyreek Hill. We're getting rugs. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, Derek Carr had a, one of his best games I've seen him play. Uh, yeah, dude. He he took a check down to Jacobs. I went fucking bonkers when he took a te- check down to Jacobs. He never does that shit. He <laughs> threw the ball deep well. Like those are like those two things are the what I shit on him for the most. And so like this game was a huge step for him in my eyes. So that was great to see because I. Having Trent Brown back was huge, obviously. But my my worry was after they started two and zero, like I was like, I, if they cannot, if they win one of the next three games, I will be in on them. And they they pulled this one out against one, probably one, one. they regard as the best team in the league. And so yeah, I mean, I don't think there was a power ranking out there that did not have the Chiefs in the number one spot. Yeah, or at least not like top two or three. Like yeah, <clears throat> but most had him number one. So most they, had him one. Yeah. Because they would have come into the season at one. Most people might have, you know, maybe the Packers, but they beat the Ravens. And then after that is what? The Seahawks? Seahawks? Packers? Yeah. Yeah. Seahawks, Packers are up there. Ravens are still up there. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, the the Raiders get, they have a bye and then the Bucks and Browns. So those will be two, two good test games as well. Because they they end the year a little like I mean they have they have a kind of tough schedule like they're like they get the Falcons which has has become an easy game they get the Jets I think I think they'll be able to beat the Colts later on like but their schedule's not that easy like all year and so if they can like buy for a playoff spot I'll be pretty impressed for how their season turns out so I told you man I had them at what nine and seven I think so which is probably what they'll end up but. <laughs> I was like, you know, I'm. I, I, they're in the rebuild. I think they're doing the rebuild well. They're not quite Bills rebuild level so, yet, but they're right behind them. They're probably a year behind them. Yeah, so. I, I am excited for Rugs. Um, in general, I'm excited for Brian Edwards to get healthy and come back. And then I do think Rugs is like a pretty viable fantasy option going forward. Actually, just because week one they really like forced him in, and then obviously he took his knee, but he's getting a lot of looks. And then I always saw him ball out this week, so I'm I'm excited about him moving forward a lot. And of course, Brian Edwards as he comes back. But next <clears> up, we had Arizona take on your Jets and Joe Flacco. Um, I mean, 
Joe Joe Flaccid. <laughs> so, um, well, this game went about as you know on paper correct as we thought. Yeah, I think so. The biggest takeaway here, because I mean everything went about as we thought, but Chase Edmonds out gained, outplayed, frankly, uh, Kenyon Drake. Yeah, and I was so, a little shocked by that. Just like I thought it'd be a split, and they'd both be successful. You know, well, Drake got more touches, but because and he still got a touchdown, but. I mean, Chase Edmonds has looked really good all year, and especially this game. And Cliff Cliff likes him. He's been very vocal about like he could be a starter at a lot of places in the league. Mm-hmm. So th- this Kenny and Drake has been the biggest bust in my opinion because everyone else you take in first round has just been hurt if they haven't been good. Right, like Saquon has an excuse because he got injured, and yeah. you know Michael Thomas got injured, but Barkley, Devontae, a lot of them gotten hurt, but. Yeah. He's the only one who has been healthy and bad. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that, that was a dreadful game. Yeah. And then if you have Hopkins, you were worried, and then the last drive happened, and then he balled out, and you weren't worried. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so. he wasn't really putting up numbers at the beginning. I was a little worried myself. But um, one anecdote from the Jets' side, Jamison Crowder has played really well this year, and he's the only guy doing <laughs> anything. So, and we talked about this in the offseason. He would be a good PPR guy, and he has been. He's been like the only guy for the Jets worth like a single shit at this moment. So, pretty much, yeah, he's solid. Um, I mean, he's also the only starter left <laughs> to throw to. But yeah. that's part of it. That's definitely part of it. Same. Um, but yeah, I mean, he had what eight eight receptions? I think. I think so. I mean, however many a Jets receiver can have, I guess. <laughs> I think the limit is eight. <laughs> After that, they cut you off. Yeah, eight for one sixteen in a tutty. Like he's having very good fantasy games, which is hilarious. But I, um, I mean, Kyler, I thought had a pretty good game, but he's still, you know, Kyler throws a lot of picks, and he's still not looking like polished yet. Um, which we yeah. got, we talked about going into the week. Just like he hasn't looked super polished. He actually put the Cardinals in a really bad position. Uh, more than once, and if they weren't playing the team in green and white up up there in New York, then like they, there was a lot of potential there for an upset pick. Um, yeah, just, like they just I don't know. There there's something off with with uh, Arizona right now, and against the better teams, it's like I might have to pick against them, and I really like them. They're exciting. They're just like off. I don't know. It's hard to put it in like words like Kyler right. hasn't progressed as a thrower as much as we'd hoped I mean it's also year one to year two maybe like year two to three there'll be more and like throughout the year I'm not saying For he's sure. like not gonna but we definitely see like some limitations he but, just uh, throws it man he like and he he'll throw picks and he'll throw touchdowns but lately it's been a little bit more on the pick side yeah he just he just runs so much and so well that he's a baller for fantasy Absolutely. And he racked up the yards this game, too. So, real quick, back to Jamison Crowder. So, he missed weeks two and three, but he's mm-hmm. averaging. So, so week one, 13 targets, seven catches, 115. Week four, <laughs> 10 targets, seven catches, 104. Week three, <laughs> sorry, week, sorry, week five, um, 10 targets, eight catches, 116 yards. And he had a touchdown in week one and then just this past week. So, he's been, like, balling out. Actually, which is at a hundred like eight or nine yards a game. Yeah, he's averaging like uh, let's see, one eleven point six seven repeating. That's whatever six six repeating. Dang, that's the math. I tried to head math three thirty five divided by three. That's about right, right? <laughs> head math. Yeah, quick maths. Um, anyway, <laughs> so yeah, he's been balling, but yeah, hopefully Gates gets fired so you know Bell can do things and they don't trade him like Manish Mehta says. But didn't he say that last year? I feel like he said the same thing last year. He said the exact same thing last year. Yeah, starting shit. It's because he is shit. Anyway, um, we had Philly at Pittsburgh. This game didn't go as I thought. Philly, like, kept up more. Also, Chase Claypool, a.k.a. Mapletron now. Mapletron. So, Jim Schwartz, like, he had, he had a Lions moment today. Or not today, in this game. He... So, he left a line... So, Claypool had scored, scored three touchdowns. And then Jim Schwartz has it so a linebacker gets left on Chase Claypool and he gets touched on number four. So that's that was that was his Lions showing. 
you texted me like, do the Eagles realize Chase Claypool is still on the field? Yeah, like, they realize it exists, right? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Because <laughs> we, I mean, Chase Claypool's looked great, but how much of this is on Philly? I think a lot of it. Yeah, like the Eagles are just dead. They're so injured. And like, <laughs> it's tough. Dead. Because like. Yeah, they really are. Yeah, like Pittsburgh let him hang around in like classic Pittsburgh fashion. And like the, the he he got it enough protection because didn't Lane Johnson play and then get hurt? I'm pretty sure, right? I, I mean, I think so. Yeah, and so like I think because I'm pretty sure him getting hurt was like the turning point in the game, pretty much because like he was getting some time actually, and then getting it downfield like Travis fucking Fulgham, <laughs> like was balling out. He and did so, ball out. Yeah. <laughs> How much are you buying into the Fulgham? Um production well as so here's the thing he he isn't like a huge separator so he's not like odd and tate level he can separate a little bit on odd and tate but like he's in that kind of thing where it's like he's a good fit for wentz because like wentz will throw it to those type of guys like see i mean i mean alshon jeffrey separates better but like and like as long as alshon jeffrey and deshaun jackson aren't on the field which i mean that's kind of like if that's like the conditional, like I'll I'll ride with that. <laughs> but like he's one of their more like explosive options, like more talented options as far as just like natural athlete. Which apparently he's got like a cool story. I guess like I was here. I heard this like today on like the football guys podcast that I guess his um, the guy who was like monitoring his like standardized tests or whatever was like the football coach, and he like asked him, and he like he was a basketball player, of course. And he was like, hey, do you want to come play football? And he played football, went to Old Dominion, is now in the NFL. So, yeah. Okay. Pretty, like, weird sequence of events, but yeah. I mean, he's definitely been the guy. Yeah. It's funny because, like, I just assumed he was a tight end. Just because, like, (laughs) he, like, played for Philly and did well. So, like, tight end made sense. But, yeah, he's a receiver, I guess. So, I I mean, he makes sense as, like, a flyer some weeks if, you know, all the other guys are hurt, but I don't, I don't want to like rely on him regularly. I think Jeffrey could be back soon. Yeah, which how long he stays back, I don't know, but... Right. Uh-huh. But yeah, Philly played a lot better than they should have. I don't know should have, but we thought they would. So I guess like this kind of comes back to Carson Wentz some, too. Like, as far as people shitting on him, demanding Jalen Hurts. He's, I mean, he's a good quarterback. Yeah, he's, he's had and some bad moments this year, but like, I don't... Like, you do blame him for them because, like, some of them are, like, solely on him. But at the same time, like, if you're put in such a shit situation, like, you're going to fuck up. Yeah, I mean, he understands that the entire offense rests on his shoulders right now. Mm -hmm. He doesn't have anybody else he can get the ball to that can let him take a breather for a second. Like, it's all on him. And so he maybe, like, maybe he is holding on to the ball too long. But that's because his guys aren't open. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> have a rapport with these guys that he could confidently make throws that are in tight windows to people he knows. Yeah, and I I was looking into the Zach Gertz thing too, as far as like why did he like suck balls and why has he been struggling? Like the Steelers and like other teams have been like what they'll do is like at like right before his break they'll, they're like they're jamming him a lot, and so like and at the line mm-hmm. they're kind of like pretty much like they're messing up his timing when he breaks. Holy shit! Uh oh. Uh oh. Breaking news. If this is true, big if true. The, big if true. My my breaking news thing from Sleeper says Jets have released. Would you like to fill in the blank and guess who? No way. Yes really? way. Really? Yeah, apparently apparently they've released Le'Veon Bell. There's no way. And Le'Veon Bell just tweeted out like a prayer hand sign. So Released, not even traded? Yep, Yates and Shefty have tweeted that Lev Bell has been released. No absolute fucking way, dude. Yeah, what? he tweeted out the prayer hands. What on earth? <laughs> dude, if if that's true, then that's bad on Joe Douglas, too. What on earth? Oh, man, what's, what's the dead gap hit they take for that? Yeah, I mean, they paid him... 17 mil dead cap hit. What the fuck? Right. <laughs> go ahead. What? Just go ahead. <laughs> I'm like... I, I, I need to find the, the 
thing first before where, my brain registers. Where, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, teams have been, like, jamming Ertz and throwing off his timing on his breaks and everything. Did oh, he get hurt last week, by the way? I don't think so. Because he looked so. like he got kind of messed I, up there. I don't know. I'll, I'll look into that. But, yeah, he's been struggling this year. And then also, like, I wonder how much, like, because there's been, like, this squeaky wheel or whatever kind of thing going on with him as far as, like, the contract issues he's, they've had. But I'm wondering, like, maybe, like, if the squeaky wheel thing will mean he'll get the targets or they're just going to say, like, fuck you. Because Goddard's still out. So I don't see anything about an injury, but. I still haven't found anything about Bell, but, you know, yeah, Chef feel free to, yeah, interview me. So I am a Bell owner in a few leagues. I think I have him in two. Um, how do I feel about Bell? I feel great because now he can be fantasy relevant. Yeah. This is so, the greatest thing that could have happened. All right, so landing spots. Um, I mean, Niners like make sense in a weird way, but I, I don't know if it'll happen. I mean, New England. Okay, New England makes the most sense, right? Oh no, dude! If I get Levy on Bell on the Patriots, I'm okay. gonna win the league. Let me let me look at contract because, like, as far as like teams that need a running back, and like, I think Bill would like to have Levy <clears throat> on. So let me go NFL cap room. Can the Bears afford him? I don't know. So, okay, 2020, the Browns have a lot of room. See, Washington, but that would be gross. Uh, the Pats have a fair amount of cap room. They've got a lot of cap room. Interesting. Dude, if the Jets release Lev Bell and the Pats take him. I'll be a Patriots fan. Lev <laughs> <laughs> Bell and Cam will be hella fun, though, honestly. Dude, that's a, I'm all on board for that. That would be dope. Imagine defending that in the red zone. Okay, so... <sighs> The Pats make the most sense because I think after his Jets debacle, he doesn't want to go to a shitty team. I would agree. Although, and, all right, I could Levy see- Bell was fighting for every single yard last week. Yeah, and they barely used him. He looked great. He's still good as fuck. Yeah, I wonder if so. The Dolphins have a some cap room. They have a, they have a fair amount of cap room. They they have also have a lot next year too, as do the Pats. Like. Could you see maybe going to the Dolphins too? Maybe. Like, it's funny because the divisional opponents make the most sense. He might be. I don't know. I kind of think they they know what they've got with Gaskin. Yeah, which they. I guess we can kind of jump to the Dolphins game. Dolphins Niners. The uh, so Jordan Howard was actually inactive. He was a healthy scratch. So it was just Brita and Gaskin pretty much. So I'm kind of into Brita as a pickup uh, this week. Assuming they don't sound Levy on Bell. But um That is very intriguing. If you've got Bell, this is literally the best thing that could have happened to you in fantasy. Yeah, I think what I honestly so I think if like looking at teams like the Patriots, like I would try to sell your like Damian Harris if you can get any value for it. Same with me <laughs> same with Gaskin, like which it it could backfire, but if you're looking at where would he end up that makes some sense, like Patriots make the most sense, I think. Like I would say he's probably gonna end up there. Like if you if you're giving me like odds, I would say Patriots. They make sense. Um I mean Carolina kinda makes sense. Uh with no, with no McCaffrey, but they would have to pay him too much. Yeah, I don't think that would like work out. Like he wouldn't want to go to the Lions. I don't think he would do that. No, let me pull up my uh, team list here. Let's see who would do it. Yeah, I, like, I, I've got like the cap space like in order. Quite frankly, the if Browns Hunt space is now. hurt, yes, yeah. <laughs> the Browns would make a lot of sense. That'd be funny. Oh gosh, I would be down with that. Um, Washington makes sense, but I don't think he'd want to go to Washington. No, like if, that, a, after the Jets debacle, like I'm gonna rule out Washington and the Lions and probably the Jags. Sanders is fine, so the Eagles probably wouldn't want him. The Giants need one. He wouldn't have to relocate his house. Yeah. The Jags do make sense as far as, like, roster-wise, but, like, organization-wise is the problem. Oh, my yeah. God. I don't think the Broncos would feel a need to sign him. Nah. Let's see. Who yeah, I mean, because, like, they're going down through. There's not, like, a lot of cap room in other places. Because, like, I don't know if the Bears have enough cap room. I think they're kind of fucked after the Foles thing. Like, next year they've got, like, no room, I'm pretty sure. If if yeah. Chris if they're worried about Carson, they could get Bell too over in Seattle. Yeah, just another weapon for Russ. Just put it all in the offense. Fuck it. Yeah, like I'm looking at teams with room this year, next year, and then Pats and Dolphins do fall in that mold. Um, because like 
some of the teams that would make some sense this year, like don't make sense next year, like looking at cap room. Because like Texans sort of would make sense, but they are fucked next year as are the Bears. But huh, mm-hmm. well, interesting. It's been a breaking news story. Yeah, <laughs> happened live. Yeah, so uh, good thing I'm already drunk, <laughs> <laughs> dude. Like. <laughs> I don't think this could have gone like better in terms of like something happening during a pod than Le'Veon Bell getting caught by the Jets. Just getting released, not even traded. Not like they traded him away. They just cut him. Yeah, which I don't like. I guess no one wants the contract. I don't know, dude. It's just like it's funny. It still isn't anywhere. Like <laughs> God, I love our friends. Just you know, Joe Flacco and Frank Gore leading the Jets. Is it twenty fourteen? <laughs> Maybe they'll sign Darrell Revis. Like, <laughs> I heard Brett Favre's available. <laughs> oh man! So, uh, yeah. Um, so Jets though. Mm. Obviously, Frank Gore's there. What about LaMichael P. Ryan? In, I mean, he's probably someone probably has no dynasty, but I think he is. He's worth an ad in uh, leagues, but not like a necessity just because like Jets. But if like so like if if Adam Gase is out soon, hopefully, then like I don't think the coach the new coach is going to be like attached to Fred Gore. There is no coach that should be. Yes, yeah, so like, like thirty seven. Yes, yeah, so that's why like I think Lamichael Pirine makes sense as an ad, but he does make sense. I think in more of a dynastic. Format. Yeah, or like deep league or something like that, but like shallow league, it's not gonna matter yet. But right, um, like once Gase is gone, but we don't know how long that's going to take at this rate. Yeah, uh, my guess is that Bell just told Gase he can fuck off, and they're like, "You're going against the, the team here." Yeah, I, I hope he like got. Yeah, I hope he like got to tell him off before he left. You know, I hope he did. <laughs> that's ideal. <laughs> Single target last year. He had one target last yeah, week. Yeah, now it's starting. <laughs> so he had one target last week when he's levy on effing Bell. Don't worry, Jeff Smith had eleven targets. They ran a fucking. They had third and one. They did Trevon Wesco fullback with the ball instead of giving it to Bell or anything else. They have run it on every single third and one they've had this year, as well as fourth and one. All nine times have been a run up the middle. And this one was with the fucking backup fullback. But you know, that 10th time when they pass it, all those runs. Right. I don't know what it's going to take for Adam Gase to get fired. I don't know how much child porn he found on the owner's computer that he can't get fired yet. But good Lord, fuck Adam Gase. (laughs) Get him out of there right now. Yeah, I... It's it's just funny, sad at this point. But we'll we can we'll move on. So we, I kind of started talking about Miami a bit. We had the Miami San Fran game. Um, so we, I mentioned Joho was inactive. So it was just um, Matt Breida and Gaskin. Which Gaskin's been balling out actually. Now the <laughs> game's cut to the Le'Veon Bell release. That's funny. Um, so Preston Williams had a great game. Um, he's kind of clicking with Fitzmagic. Who was it? Was Magic? Um, oh my God! Yeah, he's so fun. So yeah, we'll probably have to you know keep waiting on Tua. As, Biggest uh, shocker of the week, I think, was yeah. just this the game. kind of game that this turned out to be. Yeah, and then we see Jalen throwing a pick here, which is this going to be a pick six at this rate? Someone's got to tackle him, right? Jalen's attacking him. Four. Yeah, oh my head, you sorry, but yeah, I thought Ooh. he might have been down way back, but yeah, uh, Malcolm <laughs> Butler got a pick. It was it was a pretty bad pick. I don't know if he's it was like still a, up. Yeah, I don't know if it was. Oh, and is he hurt? No, he's fine. Um, I don't know if it was like a miscommunication or it was just a you know bad Jalen or what. I'm watching the replay. It looked like a. It was just bad. Yeah, it was just bad. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to see if he was down or not because I thought he was. Yeah, he. Oh, he's down there. Beasley got him down. I think then he was down. They'll check. Take a look. But anyway, um, so yeah, Dolphins. Um, they're they could win games. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think they're gonna. They're not gonna beat like. Super good teams, but like teams that aren't in that elite category, they have a ch- like they have actual chance against. And then because we saw Jimmy G, he was not ready to come back. I don't know, like he was wasn't right. I don't I don't know if he's just total shit or like 
Because he didn't look good week one. But I don't know if he's, like, still not healthy, if he's just bad now or what. But it was not good. We saw Beehive come good. in. Yeah, Mullins, Mullins is just done. He's not a thing anymore. Um, yeah. So. They're done mulling through that. Yeah, they, they, they've been mullins it over, and they decided they don't like him anymore. <laughs> so, yeah, my, my new my new Swag Kelly pipe dream is the Niners. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So. All it works out for you. Yeah, so this game, was, it's what does to show you that, like, San Fran was really injured. <laughs> and. Yeah, all the quarterbacks are pumpkins right now. So they're in a bit of a pickle. Yeah, they're they're so hurt. It's it's, it's rough. And like you think, okay, because you saw them overcome, you know, the Giants, the Jets, just fine. And then they run into Miami, who is you know a, an actual team, <laughs> and they just get uh-huh. dawned on. So yeah, it's weird because I had a feeling about Preston Williams this week, and I just kind of went against it. I was like, no. I mean, it hadn't really worked yet, so it was fair. But, yeah, he had a really good game. And then um, we saw Mostert. Mostert looked really good, by the way. He's, he's back. He looks good, healthy. So I would say, like, this would this would kind of be, like, a goodbye chance on Mostert because, like, he's back and he played, but the box score wasn't, like, great. And people saw the Niners get thrashed, so they're probably worried. So this might be a good, like, Mostert buy opportunity for what it's worth. So... I think that's a good take. Mm-hmm. But um, next we had, um, <clears throat> we'll go back a little bit, the Rams and Washington. I mean, yeah, the Washington looked bad. We saw Kyle Allen get hurt. Um, he was cleared to come back, but they didn't put it back in. I think they just didn't want to risk it, and they've they've said that Allen will start this week. Alex Smith got to play. He got sacked like four or five times, four or five times and didn't die. So, yeah. Um, yeah. He's not, I said he's not back to Alex Smith. Just because, you know, he couldn't really drive the ball as much and he couldn't, you know, escape as well. He could, he could still move, but it was, you know, it was rough. The, the team's offensive line is terrible. The team is not great. So the, Ram, the Rams handled a bad team, and that was that. Like, yeah. not, much, not much to it. My take was that if the Rams played like they did the week before, they'd lose. But they definitely, they came to play. Yeah, they played really well. This is what you want to <laughs> see from the Rams. So Yeah. Like Robert they, Woods had a good this, play. Then they're fine. I think we called Robert Woods, right? Yeah. Oh. I'm like, yeah, well, this is a Robert Woods game. Uh, make sure you take a look at the TV uh, here in a second. Uh oh. Uh oh. Is it a pick? Uh, is it Tanny's first pick in the red zone? Make you happy. But um, uh oh. Uh oh. Johnu. Yep. Johnu Smith taking advantage of this poor uh, Bills defense, which Johnu and Ferkser are combining for. Uh, good games at this point. Let me pull up the game log here. But Ferkser's got a couple <clears throat> catches, and Jonu has got that touchdown. So, yeah, they are now to a combined, um, let's see, 52 yards and a touchdown on six catches between the tight ends. So, it continues. It continues. Mm. I'm now only down by 12. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, the guy I'm playing has digs. <clears throat> I started in down by 10 with not a lot of hope, and I have Oof. Johnny when he has digs. So. Tough scene. Um, tough scene. Speaking Digs of tough scenes, really yeah, speaking of tough scenes, uh, Cincinnati and Baltimore went kind of as predicted. Like, it, this was, like you mentioned, the Joe Burrow welcome to the NFL game. It was tough. It was a rough time. The Bengals offensive line. They're going to get Joe Burrow killed. Like, was absolutely abysmal. Yeah, like I don't think I, I don't think they're gonna ruin Joe Burrow because I think he's good enough and like his confidence level and his mental is where it needs to be. That playing for this team is not gonna like make him bad. But like I'm just worried he's gonna get hurt. Like I am too, man. They had what eight sacks. Yeah, like he's like learning as far as like not subjecting himself to more hits than he needs to be subjected to. But this line is gonna subject him to a lot of hits. So. Uh, it was a little bit of a, uh, I don't know, it was a bit of a shock to me just because I expected Baltimore to win by, you know, I think winning by 27 points was totally, you know, in the script there. But I expected that to be more like, you know, 50 to 23 than nothing. Yeah. They, they got a field goal, Yeah, right? they, they generously allowed a field goal at the end, you know, but. I mean, woof, man. Yeah, Baltimore's like, defense are dominant here, like. 
Baltimore is at least like dominating the teams they should dominate. <laughs> Cause like they've have any of their games been close? Because the Chiefs, um, the Chiefs handled them pretty much, but I don't, I don't know if any of the Ravens games have been like close. Not really. I mean, Week One was the Browns where they, you know, doubled down on them, and then yeah, they slammed the Texans. Chiefs beat them pretty handily. They slammed Washington. They slammed the Bengals. Yeah, they've not had a close game yet, <laughs> which is hilarious. So I'm Either excited. To, yeah, I'm excited to see them play like, like you know, a, like a mid-level team. <laughs> So, yeah, this game was uh, a bummer, and we saw J.K. Dobbins not get enough t- not get enough touches, but he looked so good on his touches, man. Every time he gets the ball, Dobbins man, looks so, so fucking good. good, man. I'm ready for him to just take over. Uh, but speaking of takeover, Deshaun Watson took over the game against Jacksonville. Houston got their first win of the year without Bob. Um, Bob. We saw we saw a cook sighting. He was cooking with he was hot cooking. oil. I told you. Yeah, I just, I just couldn't. I couldn't. You were like, I'm not going to put in uh, Brandon Cooks until I see it. And I'm like, dude, this is the game that he's going to do well in because Bob is gone. Yeah, you were right. I was, I just, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't handle, I didn't drop him because I wasn't going to like spy drop him, but I couldn't handle right. another dud of Brandon Cooks. I'm like, I would rather like him do well on my bench and then be like, okay, I can play him from here on out than like play him and have it be bad again. Yeah, like mentally, I mean, that's that's I, what I could I, handle I more. That. Yeah, he was he was bad all year. Yeah, that, that that's what I needed. Um, but <laughs> Deshaun Watson balled out. He did still throw two picks as he's wont to do, but um, yeah, he showed out. Um, Chark on the other side got hurt mid game. Um, we'll see how that goes. But Chenault had a really good game. He's looked really good. Um, I mean these these rookie receivers have just been insane this year, dude. It's just been another level. Like. We knew they were good, but holy fucking shit, these rookie receivers have been so good. Uh, do we know what happened to Chark? I think ankle is what they said. Let me look. Okay. But, yeah, Chenault had a good game, which we saw. So, it's kind of tough to know because the game that they didn't have Chark, they also didn't have their starting center. So, it's hard to know, like, how much, um, like, whose who's absence mattered more to the offense. But I think as long as they have their O-line attack, if even if they don't have... Chark, it should just be a lot of Robinson and Chenault targets, I assume. But, like, if anyone else gets hurt, I think they're just going to suck a lot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Minshew played pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, ankle injury for Chark is what it was. But, yeah, the the, the post-Bob uh, Texans are looking good so far. Looking good so far. That's all they needed to do was get rid of the asshole running the team. <laughs> Sometimes that's all you need. But um, someone who wasn't looking good was Philip Rivers. He looked uh, noodly as ever. He did. Yeah, rough, tough, bad decisions, bad throws. Um, Frank Wright said, I assume he was asked. He said they have not considered starting Jacoby Brissett, which means they are now considering starting Jacoby Brissett. Uh-huh. It's like when someone says, "Don't think about a polar bear." You instantly think about a polar bear. Like this, exactly. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> which Rivers has played like trash. Like there's no way to other way to put it. Like he has been really bad. This is his last year. Yeah, like he's he's washed. Like, so I don't know if we're gonna get Brissett or gonna get Easton. Maybe I don't know because Easton's been game day inactive. So I imagine we see Brissett first. But I don't know. I mean, they should be. bench Rivers because, quite frankly, the rest of their team is really solid, and he is seriously closing the ceiling on what could be a potentially strong offense. Yeah, like teams are just gonna start like. Blitzing Stack a lot up. and only playing the run. Yeah, like Cleveland like handled them well. Because like, I think, didn't both teams get a defensive touchdown in this one? Well, they had a pick six, and then the Colts had a... Oh, yeah, a return touchdown. Yeah, because yeah. aside from that, they didn't do a lot. Um, But, yeah, I mean, you still have T.Y. there. You still you have Mo Alleycox. You yeah. got Jonathan Which, Taylor and a okay. great line. Why the fuck is, like, Trey Burton playing more than Mo Alleycox? Like... <sighs> Because Frank Reich has like a, I guess I I, see, I think they were in Philly together, so I think Frank Reich has a man crush on him from Philly. But this is like this is just like a moment of like big braining too hard. Like yeah. it's just fucking ridiculous. I mean, all the Cox have been by far their best tight end. Like so obviously, if you just fucking watch with your eyeballs, like, <laughs> you know, he's like getting a the, stud every time he's out. Yeah, there. Yeah, he's getting the fewest snaps of any tight end. So like, like the top three tight ends, some guy named Noah Tagai, whatever is on the roster 
But, like, yeah, they're... I don't know what the fuck they're doing there. And, like, I know they're missing some weapons, but, like, T.Y. Hilton's not the reason T.Y. Hilton's bad right now. Like... No. Because everyone's like, oh, he's only been with Andrew Luck ever. But he's also, aside from Andrew Luck, only ever had, like, Jacoby Brissett and Phillip Rivers, right? I mean, I don't remember... Did they have anyone before Andrew Luck, or were they together? I don't remember how exactly that lined up. I thought he had... He was there before Andrew Maybe. Luck. I don't know. But he's... Aside from Andrew Luck, he's not had a good quarterback is the problem. And so... Yeah. 2012. Who was the 2012 quarterback for Indy? Was that? That year? was when they drafted Luck. It was oh, 2012. Okay, so it was Luck that year, right? He's only had him. Um, yeah, he's he's only had Andrew Luck, and then because yeah, they came in the same year. And then aside from that, it's been you know Brissett and Rivers. So it's kind of hard to be like, oh, he's only done good luck when it's you know. Been... <laughs> he's the only good quarterback they've had. Yeah, which I mean, I, I you know. Once again, free A Rob, but um, <laughs> free A Rob. I got, I got, I'm obligated to say it whenever it comes into my head. So it's okay, man. But you could have Adam Gase as a head coach. Yep, could be worse. So, <laughs> yeah, the this Indianapolis team, like they have a these their defense is decent, but like there are holes that can be exploited. Slash, the team is not overall good enough in general. Like. Defense is solid, but when your offense is like shit in the bed on like a consistent basis, it's hard to win. So, yep, Indy is not in that like upper tier. They're like good, but like teams that play playoff level teams or like teams who have like a legit shot at like making runs in the playoffs will beat them. So, mm-hmm. but they get they get a nice uh, nice game next week. So, um, next we had the Giants at Dallas. Uh, Andy Dalton led a game-winning drive, and so 2020 is still in full swing. <laughs> Dude, we've been holding on to him in our Dynasty Shared League for a little while now. Just on, you know, if something were to happen to Dak or the contract issue, like Andy Dalton gets the starting gig. Yeah, which it makes really me sad because, like, this isn't, like, how I wanted it to happen. Like, it's like that was gruesome. I feel so bad for Dak. The adrenaline was there, man. At first, when he got, like, looked at his foot, I feel like he wasn't even, like, didn't even notice the pain at first. He was just kind of like, oh, yeah, you know, guys, look at this. This ain't right. <laughs> yeah, because the bone went through the skin. That was, like, the big issue as far as, like, surgery goes. And, like, because you could see his calf kind of, like, looked like it was, like, like bigger. Like, it looked like it, like, cramped up or something. But it was just, like, because uh-huh. everything was sticking out because the bone went through the skin and everything was shifted. Like, oh, his foot is pointing in the wrong direction. This isn't good. Yeah, so yeah, it's basically that what the compound fracture they call. It's like just the the part where you're like shouldn't bend, it bent. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, he it sounded like his surgery went well. He, you know, obviously long road to recovery, but you know, it sounds like they they hope he can be back for 2021. Um, I don't know if we'll be able to start the year or not, but like, I mean, yeah, it's it won't it shouldn't be a career ender. So, hopefully not. Dak's great. Yeah, he was having a really good year. Yeah, he was balling, and then Dak's a good person. So, he was yeah, too. Even Jason Garrett was like coming over to him to make yeah, sure he was okay. That was that was very like emotional to see. And they're looking at him like you know maybe you weren't so bad. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's a human. Um, but um, so aside from that in this game, that was the main story. But we saw Dalton come in. Do well, um, do well with the weapons, which I mean makes sense. It's kind of hard not to. Um, and then we had Darius Slayton do well. Um, Cowboys Call still that. do what? Yeah, that was that was like one of the more obvious things of the week. <laughs> and that um, the Cowboys, <laughs> he made good on it. you know, he yeah, made good on it. yeah, the Cowboys started sloppy again. Um, didn't ever Ingram get like a rushing touchdown or something <laughs> like something random? I thought he did, and it was called back. I don't know, and, but he also scored. Yeah, I don't know. But he what, still wasn't reliable enough. Not someone I'm going to count on any at all. Um, so it's like Slayton's the only guy. Devonta Freeman had an okay game, actually. So, like, in PPR, like, see someone you could look to, I think. Um, or if you're really running about desperate, like I am. Um, could be someone you need. And then um, Cowboys had Zeke had a good game. They had a good game script for it. But, I mean, they started sloppy, as usual. Like, defenses against the Cowboys, which I might be even more thing with Dalton now, hilariously. But, like... As good as their offense is, they like they do so much sloppy shit that like it might be like a thing where it sometimes is okay. Yeah, but always play your defenses against the Giants as we see, and the Cowboys. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but yeah, I mean, Lamb did really well. He was kind of my pick for the receiver of the, to do well that week. Yeah, he, he made sense because so Bradbury, he's been a lot better than I gave him credit for. He's been doing well and he blanketed Amari really well. Mm. Um, so yeah, Lamb had a solid game, which he is now what number? I think we said like five in league and receiving yards or something. Yeah, they're just nuts. He's just a yak monster, man. Yeah, he's so good. So freaking good. Love him. But, yeah, and then so we did not have Denver, New England. Um, mm-hmm. The night game, Minnesota-Seattle. That was a game. What a game. And then what a uh, comeback by Russ as is tradition. Uh, just the, the, the 2019 Seahawks made an appearance with some rough play <laughs> calling. And then this Russ comeback. It, I mean, it kind of went exactly as we said. I was like, I think Minnesota is going to play this close, but, you know, the ball's in Russ's hand at the end of the game. I'm going to trust him to win it at the end there. Yeah, so the the Zimmer decision to go for it down there has been under a lot of criticism. The analytically makes sense, and we saw Gruden go for it at the end of the game and seal it, but the difference was they were up by eight points, Gruden and the Raiders were. Right. Like, the the analytic difference is small enough here that... I don't necessarily like fully I'm all for being aggressive, but I think like, cause if you miss the field goal, like field position is about the same. If you miss like it, the missing the field goal is about the same as like missing the conversion to be fair. They've been running well all game, but also cook was out at that point. It was Madison there, which was still good, but he's not Dalvin cook. And so like you're basically saying if we get this, we win, but like the outcome, the outcome of missing that is worse than the outcome of missing the field goal. And I think, I think like missing the field goal was probably less likely than not getting like the conversion, right? But I don't know. So when it happened, you know, I'm not I'm not gonna scold Mike Zimmer for yeah. being because we need that. In the yeah. League. Well, well, they lined up to go for it on fourth down. I'm like, if they snap this, they're losing. Like I just he just knew it was coming. Right. I'm sitting there. There, like I'm like, no, they need to kick this because. Russell Wilson's going to get the ball back, and he's going to score. Yeah. Like, there are times to be, like, I get they're playing to win, but, like, I don't think going up by eight is, like, a pussy move or anything. <laughs> like, No, not, absolutely not. Because, all right, from a team standpoint, you're playing Seattle. Seattle's defense sucks, right? Like, their defense is not good, especially with Jamal Adams out. And the chance to go up by eight and force them to get the two-point conversion. Yeah, that's the part of it, too. Not just score, but get a two-pointer. Exactly. Because, yeah, even if they do get score and they do somehow manage to get the two-point conversion, if you get overtime, if you get the ball first, you can just win it right there, too, because they can't stop you very well. Yeah, which I guess guess it's the matter of, like, do you you want to just rely on the one? Like, Like, it makes sense, like, Fourth and one, this is probably, like, if you're going to win, this is probably your best chance to win. Like, I get that for sure. Right. But you know, it's, it's situational, I think. So, I'm not going to bash on playing, them for it. Right. I think playing the Seahawks, it was the wrong move. And I thought that pretty much the minute it happened, just because it's Seattle. And, yeah. like, we're talking, like, two-minute Russell Wilson. Like, he's going to go down and score. He's going to go down and score. Yeah, it was DK went nuts on that drive. And, like, I, dude, I thought he was going to drop that sideline catch. He held on. I was so proud. I was so happy. Well, he went and got it. Yeah. Like, he went out and got it. And I think that's totally a thing with DK Metcalf. Like, he, for me, it looks like he kind of comes more alive during the pressured moments of the game where he has to focus down a little bit. Because I think he's very talented. He's had drops before, though. Mm-hmm. But... When the yeah, game's on the line, out. though, and he needs to get it, and he has to go up and get the ball as opposed to letting it come to him, that's very important. Yeah, he is now second in the league in receiving yards between behind only Hopkins and just ahead of Robbie. So, hmm. And then uh, lastly, and also Thielen had a great game, of course. Um, lastly, we had the Chargers at New Orleans. We both picked New Orleans. Um, the Chargers fully chargered this. Um, they they threw so hard. Um, Keenan Allen went out, which hurts. But um, Herbert threw an almost pick, and then the play calling just went so passive; it was bad. Yeah, like, they they lost the game. 
We were texting like, man, with Michael Thomas out, we should have switched to the uh, switched to the Chargers to win this. And for a while there, it kind of seemed like that was the right call, but they managed to lose it at the end there. Yep. And then uh, I said the field goal miss. It was close. To, it was tough, but like it was a fifty-seven yarder. I mean, that's yeah. They also deserve to lose after uh, Taysom Hill scored on them. So, oh, uh, who TJ Yeldon with a long touchdown catch that's kind of interesting wow i saw it go there i'm like oh i wonder who that is wide open and i'm like what 22 tj like, yeldon what? yeah huh are they going for two yep they are going Big for two. Gets you to 10 and i'll watch this drive oh where's he going where's he going yeah josh allen had so much time on the uh touchdown throw it was crazy oh wank mm-hmm. but um yeah and then on new orleans side we saw sanders Get up. He he's on the same page as Breeze now. It's great. Um, Kamara had a really solid game. He didn't. He had like he wasn't doing like you didn't see that big Kamara play. And then at the very end, he has that not so sideline grab, and you're like, yep, that's Kamara. That's Kamara. Yeah. Um, Hunter Henry had a solid game, but the real star of this game was Mike Williams. Um, oh Her- yeah. Herbert to Mike Williams is going to be a lot of fun because Herbert like will chuck a DP as a good deep ball. That like that grab at the end of the game too. What to you know, get the midfield goal position was crazy. He just went up and got it. It was so good. That's what he's great at doing, uh-huh. man. Mike Williams is amazing at that. That's really fun because we kind of felt like he was being underutilized. Yeah, I mean, he was hurt too, but yeah, like, I mean, like, and we kind of forgot about him. You know, yeah. with Rivers and oh yeah, for sure. Or... Rivers could not get it to him. No, and so now yeah, Herbert can. So it's perfect. That's perfect. But yeah, that, it was it was a good Monday. It got like really interesting because like you said, they say, they, you see the Saints coming back, the Chargers charging. You're like, oh man, we got a game, we got a game. <laughs> we showed up. My friend and I went to a bar, and the game was on, and it was the like the very end of the fourth quarter. And I looked at him. and I said, "Are you ready for uh, an entirely like a drive composed entirely of Alvin Kamara?" And it, it just, was yeah. <laughs> it was hilarious. Yeah. But fun to make a football for sure. Um, more predictable than the previous week, but we upcoming we have, I think pro- potentially another fucky week. So um, we do have a pretty fucky week. I think the game picks are going to be tough here. Um, we got a lot of games that could go either way. Yeah, no, no Thursday night game this week either because you know Titans sweat everything up. Yeah, <laughs> classic, classic Titan. 